We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Introducing. Hello. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say something else. I thought when I paused a little bit too long, you'd jump in because that's our, that's our uh, energy. Our, our that's report. our stick. <laughs> well, we've done so much preparation work for this. I just, I guess I was just a little confused about Her- Per usual. Per, per usual. And then I threw a wrench into the works. But anyway, introducing Hot Drinks. It's a podcast. Hi, it's a podcast. I like it. Do you like it? <laughs> I do. And I also like Wheaties. Oh, I think they're a little dry, but it's okay. I get that. Well, remember how cute um, Caitlyn Jenner used to be on a box of Wheaties? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember that. She could get it in her pre-Caitlyn Jenner days. Yes. Wonderful. When it's a celebrity, can we say things that we shouldn't say? Like, I still don't think you're supposed to use their dead name. No. <laughs> I know. I oh, okay. Know. I thought you were really asking me, and I was like, <laughs> I feel like you should know this, but. <laughs> okay, so the other day at work, at one of my works, that is owned by a gay man. Uh huh. I said the D word. That rhymes with Mike. Oh, okay. And he was like, you're not supposed to say that anymore. That's like saying the F word, which rhymes with baguette. (laughs) And I was like, oh, and he goes, but you know what? I think you, because of everything you've been through, you get to say whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's a running joke on gay Twitter about gay Twitter, which is a nightmare hellscape of which there is no <laughs> no escaping. But there's a running joke on gay... Well, I guess it's it's not as much anymore. There was a running joke on gay Twitter where people would say, oh, this person can say faggot for sure. Like people oh. who were like particular allies or like had done something, you know, whatever. Yeah. And one time, I wish I could remember who, one time someone tweeted that... Um, I can't remember the actress. Who is that? Who was the actress that played on Sex in the City that played Charlotte? Kristen something? I don't know who Charlotte was. What color was her hair? She had the brown hair. Oh, no idea. (laughs) Anyway, okay. Well, someone was tweeting which of the which of the Sex in the City character, like characters could say faggot. Yeah. And they said that she could say it, and then she replied to the tweet and was like, "Why would I want to?" Like, she was very confused. Anyway, it was a beautiful moment in gay Twitter. I love it. <clears throat> so, I'm I sorry. I just said that... that word twice. I'm very unapologetic about saying it. Oh I shouldn't be. I love it when the celebrities get on Twitter, like normal people Twitter, and and it, I I don't know why it's just awesome. Like that was not a thing that was available to young girls in the fifties and sixties. Speaking of, or seventies so, or eighties or nineties, celebrities being on Twitter. Have you been? By the way, let's just quickly. Hi, welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm Brother Jack Coffee. I'm a gay man, and right now I'm wearing a snuggie with Catwoman printed on it. And go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Latter Day Twaint, Sister Twaint. I am starting the dryer. I am, I am heteroromantic, but bisexual, because tits and pussy and female ass are fucking hot. 
Strong disagree, but that's fine. Um, I love that every week you find the literal loudest activity you can do to do while we're recording the podcast. Right now you are starting the dryer. There is no appliance. I hope you're washing some coats that have a lot of toggles on them so we can just hear like or like you'll be like oh I'm just I'm making some chain mail during the episode or whatever anyway so what I was saying Twitter and celebrities have you seen Dionne Warwick on Twitter um I've seen something but I don't remember what it was okay so you know who Dionne Warwick is right Oh my God! Fuck you! Of course I know who okay. that is. Do you know who Diana? Am I a homosexual? Anyway, <laughs> she got on Twitter in the last couple of weeks, and I think she said like her grandniece or something. Someone was helping her, and got her on Twitter, and then she just started <clears throat> tweeting the funniest shit. Like she was like, "Why is Chance the Rapper's name Chance the Rapper? Yes. Like, why do you have to say the rapper?" Yeah, and then. And then she was like, and also, why is he the weekend? And it's spelled wrong. Like, just the funniest stuff. And people are losing their mind. Like, Chance the Rapper was like, I don't, can't even believe you know who I am. Like, everyone's starstruck by her. And then today she just tweeted, today she just tweeted, what's the game you all been playing where you're on the island and you're friends with animals? Stop. It was Animal Crossing. Then there were several follow-up tweets that were like, what's the point of this game? Can you win it? And then one of her tweets was just like, a picture of a bunch of the Animal Crossing characters with like a question mark above it, like what the? And I just think it's a gift from 2020, <laughs> right? That Dionne Warwick is tweeting about Animal Crossing, right? She had to come out. 2020 forced Dionne Warwick onto Twitter, yeah. And we are grateful for that. It also forced Annie Lennox out uh, back into public life. Her Instagram has been just popping. <gasps> really? I don't even yeah. follow her on Instagram. I'm obsessed not, with her. Not just with like her playing, making videos of her playing and singing, but I would say 50 um, 50. So 50% her singing and playing the piano. And the other 50% is just these inspiring messages in her whispery voice. Oh. And she said, about six weeks into the pandemic when we all felt like it had been an eternity already. Mm-hmm. Remember that? I do. She said, I was very proactively moving out of the public lot. I am public life. But this moment with also the black lives matter moment and movement, the way it's been this year, she's like, I am still here and with purpose and passion. And she's just full of love. Sometimes she'll just post a video to say, I want to know how everyone's doing. I mean it. Please comment in the comments of this video. I want to know how you're doing. I want to know what you're doing to cope. Sending much oh, I love. love. I love her. Have I you... masturbate to it. So. <laughs> Have you listened to her Christmas album? I haven't yet. Oh my god. Okay, so it's called A Christmas Cornucopia. Came out right. 10 years ago. Apparently, I'm just looking online right now, they have now released a 10th anniversary edition which yes. has like one extra song. I don't know. Anyway. She I just... mentioned it on her Instagram, oh, but she I did? have trouble with listening to people's Christmas albums. Okay, but this is why Annie Lennox is perfect because she she sings like <laughs> primarily, in fact, I think all of them as I'm looking through it. 
she sings almost exclusively like religious Christmas music, like very Christian Christmas music, mm. like Silent Night and God Rest You Merry Gentlemen and all that kind of stuff. But she <clears throat> yeah. has that weird, like I always, I love Christianity when it's a little bit more like alien and crazy. Like, <laughs> like you know how in the book of Revelation, it describes angels as being like 17 eyes with like a thousand wings around them and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that shit. I love that like creepy dystopian Christianity. And so Annie Lennox singing Christmas carols, like she sings like a weird, like an alien space, space angel or so, you know what I mean? Like it's yes. just got this weird ethereal tone to it. And so it's one of my all time favorite Christmas albums. Okay. So, Great. I recommend I'm gonna it. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. I uh, oddly enough, having even though I just said I don't really listen to Christmas, but I accidentally listened to Erasure's Christmas album because I just had them on a like on shuffle. a loop, yeah. And that shit's great. I don't think I've that's ever listened like, to that Christmas album. That's like creepy, haunted Christian Christmas shit. I love Christmas music. FYI, I, I. Um, oh, me too. You just said you don't listen to Christmas music. I don't listen to celebrities' Christmas albums. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, yeah, so you yeah, just yeah. like like the classics. Well, I mean, yeah, I I didn't come around to uh, Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas" until like this year. Okay, honest to God, I get it. But I will say, fifty years from now, we'll still be listening to that song. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know. It's now it's in the in the, the tomb. Yeah, it's entered the Christmas pantheon. Yeah. The, what you should listen to is I think I've talked before about A Holly Dolly Christmas, which is the best slash the worst Christmas album ever recorded. Uh, is that the one with Miley? Yes. And the song that she sings with Miley, there are several moments where there's where Molly where Miley like, will do a little oh wow. Oh wow, wow, yeah. And every time I listen, it makes me think of you. So anyway. I know. Their song is called Christmas Is. Christmas is a time for Karen. Anyway, you should you should listen. <laughs> For K-A-R-E-N? I think they say caring. I think it's about caring. But anyway. Oh, that's really dumb. <laughs> okay, so do you have any women's work? That's the that's the work of the podcast, the housekeeping, as it were. Really, it's just right. us talking about our lives. Right. Um, women's work. Um, I'm still with the three jobs. Um, I... No, I don't have any women's work. Okay, great. <laughs> great. What about you? Um, well, I went to the doctor today. Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. Well, <laughs> it's nothing really exciting. Oh. So I needed to go. Okay. Just let me just give a little history so that everyone can cheer for me for doing something hard. Yes. I, I went to the doctor probably two years ago and like, just did not have the best visit. Like my you know, some of my numbers were elevated, like my blood sugar, you know, whatever, just the, the, all the numbers that are elevated when you're mm -hmm. a man getting older. Um, right. And like, he wasn't happy about my weight, like I'd gained weight. And, and so he wanted me, he was like, let's do these things. And he put me on some medication and, and it was kind of like, let's revisit this in a year and kind of see like where we're at if the numbers have gone down. Okay. And then, and then that was the year that I got severely, severely depressed so, oh, weird. I don't remember that. No. So as my medications all <laughs> ran out, which I yeah. needed, which I needed the doctor to refill, mm -hmm. I just, I didn't, it, the, the idea of going back was so complicated. 
and yeah. so overwhelming. And I knew that like, I hadn't done any of the things I was supposed to, to like lose weight or like exercise or whatever. And so I was yeah. stressed about going. And so I didn't want to go and blah, blah, blah. So eventually about a year and a half ago, I did get back on, maybe it was like three years ago that I was actually at the doctor. Anyway, like a year and a half ago, I did get back on, um, like antidepressant medication, but I was just using like a telehealth doctor to, to get those prescriptions filled. But it was always a huge hassle because she would only, she could only write the prescription for one refill. So I'd have to go back every 90 days and, you know, it was just this whole big thing and I'd have to schedule it. And, and, and then sometimes I would go to schedule it and they, she would be booked out for three weeks and I'd be running out of meds and it was just always very dramatic obnoxious and stupid. Um, Anyway, so this last time, so I, so my meds are running out. I had like set a reminder on my phone. I was very proud of myself for doing that. My meds are running out. I go to schedule the appointment and somehow the cost has changed. And now instead of this telehealth visit costing me $10, it was going to cost a hundred dollars. And I was like, I can't pay a hundred dollars. Anyway, that was a really long boring story, but basically I made an appointment to go see my regular doctor. I was super, did not want to go because I was very nervous. I mean, like I was nervous three years ago and I probably gained 25 pounds since then. And like, uh-huh. haven't been exercising and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, but I went and it was fine. You know how you, you know, when you do those things that like you've been, you've been putting off for like six months or a year and then you do it and yeah. you're like, Oh, that was really easy. Why have I been putting this off for, off for so long? Yes. Yeah. So that, that, that. Re- that reminds me of when, Glennon Doyle, I almost said Gwyneth Paltrow. When Gwyneth when, Doyle. When Gwennon Doyle said the fear of the shoe dropping is always worse than when the shoe actually drops. Yeah, that's so true. It, it wasn't like tons of fun. You know what I mean? Like I, Right. I have, it wasn't like a I have not hanging out with me. I have, yeah, exactly. I have purposely <laughs> not weighed myself for like I mean since like before the pandemic because I just am trying to shift out of that mindset of like diet culture and weight and cal- you know, cal- calories. So I purposely haven't weighed myself for, for months. And so like stepping on the scale at the doctor's office, I probably should have just not looked at the scale, <laughs> but I did have a little bit of a morbid curiosity of like, Oh, what number is it going to show? Which is so stupid because obviously like I see my naked body in the mirror. I know exactly what my body looks like. So why uh-huh. should a number like what like what does that number mean? You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. it doesn't it's not like it changes the way I see myself or whatever. Anyway, so like it was a really high number, you know, like I still am waiting for some blood work to come back. Um so, you know, it's prob- it may not all be wonderful news cuz I sure have, you know, had cholesterol and things that I need to deal with, but I got it done. Mm-hmm. And the best thing is because he's a regular doctor and not my telehealth doctor, he has written the prescription for one year for all of my antidepressant meds. Oh, hell So I can just yes. get refills. And we upped one of them. We bumped one of them up. He was like, oh, that dosage is way too small. He's like, that. He's oh. like, that's like the starting dosage. And he's like, you're like a giant human. Like, you need way more than that. So anyway. Oh, oh. So it was very good. I'm glad to get out of the way. What are you doing in the background? Washing things on a washboard? What am I hearing? Oh, I'm watering oh. my plants. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I, I have actually some like spare time. Well, I guess not because this you're is like, important. I have some spare time while we're recording a podcast <laughs> that hundreds of people listen to. I, 
have to squeeze Listen, I know. I, I get it. I get it. We're barely oh, holding Jesus. it together. Okay. So yeah. speaking of barely holding it together, that brings us <clears throat> oh, yeah, to the topic cool. of this week's, of oh, today's pod. Yes. So do you want to introduce what we're doing and <clears throat> why we're doing it? Or do you want me to? <clears throat> do you have some, do you need to oh. like shuffle some cards? Do you need to like reorganize some pots and pans? If you do, I can explain it. It's up to you. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> tonight we're doing a tarot reading just for Brother Woo-hoo! Coffee. I'm doing a tarot yes. reading. Um, and we're doing it to kind of spread the word that this is something that I'm trying to do more. Um, <clears throat> to make a little extra money. Um, and in the last week, I have done readings for like seven Oh, listeners. wonderful. Yeah. So you, so you are doing, you, you are selling tarot readings. Well, not selling them, but you are doing tarot, tarot readings for people, and they are paying you. And so yeah. we thought, I thought, this, Jesus, Lord and Savior, you've got to stop. <laughs> I'm so go sorry. sit somewhere quiet and put your hand, put, sit on top of your hand, and just hold your phone with the other hand. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I thought this would be a good chance for me to get a free reading because I don't want to pay you. So I thought, what if we did it on the <laughs> podcast? Yeah. So tell people about it. Um, if people want to get a tarot reading from you, what's the best way to like get a hold of you? <clears throat> Message me on Instagram, either the hot drinks messenger or the my my personal one. Um if you are on my personal one, I have posted, um, uh, what, what did I, what did I, what do you call it? A card? Gift a, card? a graphic design? A gift card thingy? Um, information thing? God. Um, with my number, and you're welcome to text me, um, Right now, I'm doing 30 minutes for 20 bucks and an hour for 35. At the beginning of the year, though, my rates are going to go up. So now's the time if you want to get in on those lower rates. Right. And are, and yeah. do you do them like live over a Zoom call? Do you record them and send them to people? Like, how does that work? Two listeners requested... Uh, Marco Polo, because then we're not beholden to each other's yeah, availability I, yeah, schedule. That, I like that. Um, that way, you always also have it. You can go forever. back and listen you to it. Always, yeah, right. <clears throat> you don't have to be worried about remembering it. Um, but I also have done Zoom, FaceTime, and also what I've done in the past is for, which also works for people who are super busy. Is um, if you don't have Marco Polo and don't want to download it, because there are those people who are like, I have enough apps. Right, right, right. Yeah. I send you voice memos either through text or Facebook Messenger or Instagram, because those are all options on those three platforms, as far as I know. Um, Voice memos with the readings and pictures of the cards. That's what I've done quite a bit in the past actually and that's what my sis and I typically do for each other either that or will Marco Polo yeah and that and that I do think there's something nice about that because like you said you can go back and listen to it and you can it kind of takes like 
I don't know. I think for some people, like I know for myself, there's something um, when you're like face to face, especially when it's someone you don't know well, it can feel uncomfortable or whatever. Yeah. Now that said, there are people who want the full experience. They want to be in person. They want to feel the energy of the reader um, and vice versa. I am willing to do that with masks on. In fact, the general manager of my new job purchased a gift certificate for me for her wife. Oh, fun. And she wants to tell her wife that I will do it in person with masks. Oh, that's cool. And that can, I'm fine with that being in my home because there is a chair on one side of the room, a coffee table in the middle, and then the couch on the other side of the room. Or um, there is a coffee shop down the street from me that has a perfect setup for that. Perfect. Okay. So the other reason that I wanted you to do this reading for me is there is a lot of like big astrological events going on right now. Um, a few days ago, there was like the Venus and the moon conjunction. We just had a solar eclipse, although it wasn't really super visible in the Northern hemisphere. And then we have Uh coming up or happening like right now, Jupiter, Saturn, and the moon are conjunct. And then they, and then Jupiter and Saturn go like super conjunct on like December 21st. And anyway, there's a lot of, and wasn't there something with the new moon this month too, or the full moon? I can't remember. Anyway. I'm sure that does sound very familiar. I, I don't remember what it was because of, because along with all of this, um, there has been a lot of frenetic energy, yeah. especially with people who are empaths or who are um, highly sensitive. Our friend Tiff calls them HSPs, highly sensitive people. So I was going to bring her up because the reason that I wanted to get this reading. So the other day I messaged you we all know how I feel about dreams. I don't want to hear what your dream was about. <laughs> how did, how did I say it on that episode? No one cares what your dreams about. Anyway, yeah, no nothing one. is more annoying to me than when someone comes up to me and says, Oh my God, I've got to tell you about a dream that I had about you because it like, it has no meaning to me. The, only the person telling the story cares about it. It's like if someone walked up to me and said, listen, here's a bunch of funny words I made up and then just proceeded to <laughs> recite funny words. So <laughs> I have a very strong do not tell people my dreams policy. And right. I also don't often have dreams that I remember very explicitly, but about I, maybe not a week ago. Well, yeah, I guess it was like, like probably like the 13th and it's what the 17th today. So four or five days ago, I messaged you and I just said, I'm not going to tell you what they're about because you don't care, but I am having the most insane dreams. I like, I go to sleep and I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm living like 12 lifetimes before I wake up, just like dream after dream, after dream, after dream that are like so vivid. And that never happens to me. And you said, hold on. And then you didn't message me for 12 hours. Just kidding. (laughs) So you sent me a message that our friend Tiff, who's a medium and all sorts of things had posted on Facebook. You can, you can, you can and should, if you're on Facebook, follow her. Her name's Tiffany Walker and she posts really cool stuff on Facebook. So anyway, I just want to read what she said. She said, hello, beautiful friends. Oh, she said, are you having crazy dreams? Hello, beautiful friends. We're moving through some very significant global energy shifts, and many of you are having wild and sometimes vivid and scary dreams. Are you chopping carrots in the background? 
No, I'm not doing anything. Go ahead. Many of you w- are also ungrounded in a shock, ungrounded and in shock with the shift taking place. Your deepest fears are coming to the surface now to be released. You may even feel like you're losing your mind a little bit on occasion. What's happening to you is normal for what's happening in the world. This will pass. Your job is to ride the waves and go with the flow of the energy. The second you go into resistance and try to fight it, things will feel harder. Take lots of deep, deep breaths today and for the next three days especially drink as much water as you can the old paradigms of life are falling are falling to the ground Mm. so the new can rebuilt can be rebuilt better than before this is an extremely uncomfortable time and at times you'll feel euphoria and bliss followed by a crash buckle up the waves are coming fast now we'll make it through this together anyway so that was yeah so spot on when you sent that to me about what had kind of been going on with me so i feel major energetic shifts happening in my life right now and so I thought what better time for a reading what better time well I'm proud of you thanks I'm holding space for you and uh I under I I am kind of a little (laughs) let's take a break you finish um you finish your metallurgy class. Um <laughs> seriously, what is that noise? It's fine. Just shush, don't worry about it. <laughs> so we'll take a little break and then when we come back, I don't I don't I haven't told you what kind of what kind of reading I want you to do, like what I don't have a specific no. question. I just want to go <clears throat> with the flow. Hell yeah. I'm super glad that when you're shuffling cards, you won't be able to be um, like (laughs) constructing a gong for your gong construction class. (laughs) Anyway, let's take a break (laughs) and then we'll come back for some some tips on how to make a really loud gong. And we're back. Hey, here we go. Um, Okay. I'm what? just, I'm just uh, making some tea really quick so that you I... know, you can text me and say, I'm making some tea. Hold oh. on a minute. Oh, weird. That's an option. Anyway. I, it didn't even occur to me I, because oh, of I, the patriarchy. But, I realize that. Um, so, okay. So do you, oh, you don't want to say anything specific. You just want to see what happens. Yeah, I don't have a specific question. I guess okay. the goal of this reading is to... Are you making tea in the microwave? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are you... Are you a barbarian? Uh, no, I'm just... Uh, it's just oh. convenience. Okay. I, <laughs> My apologies to any of our listeners from the United Kingdom, Sydney included. <laughs> All okay. right. My goal, are you done? Oh, no, almost, but I wanted... Do you need to make a wreath out of Jingle Bells real quick? I I wanted to to talk about the deck that I'm going to use. Okay, let me just say what I was going to say before I got distracted by the microwave tea. Um, (laughs) It's fine. I, my goal of this reading is just to understand this energetic transit that I am moving through right now. Okay. Okay. Perfect. That's all I need. All right. I am sitting down 
So tell I, us about this deck. I burned some sage and I've got a candle lit and I've oh. got some very special crystals that my niece gave me. I think I talked about it on here before. After my dad died, she put um, a plate of cupcakes on my porch and each cupcake had a crystal on top. <clears throat> and so that's what I have. Okay. This that makes deck, me want to burn a candle. I'm going to go burn my Casey Musgraves candle. The slow burn candle? Yeah. Amazing. So this deck, <clears throat> um, corresponds with traditional tarot. Um, I think maybe I've used it on here before, but anyway, um, instead of wands, cu cups, swords, and pentacles, it's earth, air, fire, and water. Okay. Water being cups, pentacles being earth. Um, <clears throat> wands being fire and swords being uni uh, unicorns. Swords, um, swords, swords being unicorns. Air. <laughs> Which is the mythical creature on all the air cards. Oh, cute. Okay. Um, the mythical creature on all the earth cards is fairies. The mythical creature on all the fire cards is dragons and earth. No, I already said that. Water is mermaids and mermen. And I guess there's not a non-gender non-gender person merfolk that's okay yeah it's fine um <clears throat> and of course this deck has the 22 major arcana like a traditional tarot and for those of you who aren't familiar with tarot we're saying this for the sake of those who are familiar with tarot it's not really that important for uh for you listeners so does this deck have a name? It is called the Angel Tarot. Okay. By Doreen Virtue and Radley Valentine. Okay. <clears throat> I had this deck for a few years. What I love about it is two, well, two, two wonderful things. Each card directly corresponds with its counterpart in traditional tarot. And... Um, because a lot of people will take liberties, you know, yeah. especially if you get an Oracle deck. Um, <clears throat> the other thing I love about it is each card has a blurb at the bottom to decipher its meaning. So you don't have to have what the five of wands means memorized. You know? Oh, cool. Okay, good. Right. <clears throat> All right. So... I am going to start with three cards for you. Okay. So I would say let's do one card and then take a break and then kind of see how that goes. Okay. Well. Or do you want to pull, do you want to read all three first? You, I, then... I think so, because what I like to do is explain the card, let it sit, go to the next card, explain it, let it sit, and then when all of them are read, kind of come back and go, okay, here's what they mean as a whole reading. Kind of I'm, I'm not here to yuck your yum, you know? <laughs> cool. All right. So I'm going to tell you right off the bat. And again, this is for people who are familiar with tarot. Within the three cards, you have two major arcana. Yikes. Um, major arcana are cards that have to do with major transitions in life phases stages in life beginning something new or something ending or 
basically they have a broader meaning than the minor arcana, which are the four suits that we've already talked about. Minor arcana are more about the day-to-day, our day-to-day. Your first card, and we'll post all these on Hot Drinks Instagram, by the way. Your first card, are you there? I'm here. Okay, cool. (laughs) Your first card. You want me to make some noise in the background? Would that be helpful? Is the major, just so I know you're alive, is the major arcana card of balance. Okay. It is the number 14 within the uh, 22 cards. They start at zero and go to 21 in my deck. So this is number 14. It has the number 14 on it. Numbers, for those of you listening, may or may not have significance to you. I did a reading a couple nights ago for someone, and every number of every card was blowing her mind. But that's, it depends on the person and the reading, et cetera, et cetera. So we have balance. And... There is this androgynous, youngish-looking blonde angel wearing a purple robe that is open, that he's holding open, he or she. They. They. Oh, yeah. Thank you. God, what the fuck is my problem? And they are holding a chalice upside down and pouring the contents into what looks like a decanter okay um the bottom of the card says the need for balance and moderation cooperation and compromise wait for perfect timing now one thing about the major arcana in my deck is that each of them have their own archangel Okay. And what's fun about that, whether or not you give a shit about archangels, is that each archangel does represent a different gift or power. <clears throat> this one has the archangel Zadkiel, Z-A-D-K-I-E-L. And he help, they help you remember who you are in terms of your true spiritual heritage as a child of God. Wow. That was really triggering. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, fuck you, Zadkiel. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, call upon Zadkiel to increase your self-esteem and feelings of self-worth and deservedness. Oh, Zadkiel, <laughs> you and your self-esteem. <laughs> Already. This is extremely pertinent. All right. But Zadkiel just wants me to remember that I'm a child of God. Yeah. That I'm a daughter of Heavenly Father who loves and your, us and, and we love And your him. heritage and your divine worth and your individual nature. And Wait. my charity, my chastity. Is it charity <laughs> or chastity? Which one's in the... I think both. Okay. I don't know. Both are, <laughs> both are in there. Okay. I'm going to let that sit and go on to the next one, which is an earth card. So earth corresponds to coins or pentacles in traditional tarot. And it has to do with this world, this 3D existence, this physical existence, your body, the earth, mother earth, your house, security, bodies, 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 bodies. Um, financial matters, career, home, hearth, security. And it's the what of pentacles, the three? The two of earth or the two of pentacles, if you're looking at it traditionally. Okay. So. 
It's got this redheaded fairy on it, which I'm sure is me. <laughs> no, um, it, it's got a redheaded fairy, and she's mid-flight. Okay. And her arms are up over her head, and it looks like she might be kind of spinning a ball of energy. Yeah. Um, the, the ball of energy is just made of light. It's made of green light, orange light, golden light. <clears throat> and she's definitely mid-flight, and there's a rainbow in the background. Um, the bottom of the card says, too much going on at once. The need to make a decision. Consider a more playful approach. Okay. So again, we're going to let that sit, move on to the third and last card, and then I'll see how they all kind of come together as a reading, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> I want to remind you that your very first card was the 14th major arcana of balance. The last card is the 13th major arcana called release. Also known as the death card oh my god is it in, tra in traditional tarot 13 is is death oh did you look up what 14 is 14 is temperance okay that makes sense <clears throat> i love it i love it i love it um at the bottom of of this card the 13th major arcana release the end of a phase or situation which is apropos as we are moving out of the age of pisces and into aquarius out of fall and into winter um spiritual transformation time to move on okay so this is this is the major message of the reading i'm gonna see how it flows and then when i give that after i'm quiet for just a second because dead air is your favorite thing um actually maybe we'll take a take a break so we don't have the dead air yeah let's do that let's take a little break so we've got our three cards <clears throat> Say them, yeah. say the cards one more time because I have, I have, yeah. Okay. We have Major Arcana of Balance, number 14, with Archangel Zadkiel. We have the Two of Earth. We have Major Arcana card 13. Who's the Archangel for that one? It is Azrael. Oh, right. Satan. <laughs> Isn't Azrael like Satan? It's it. <laughs> what does it say about Azrael? Azriel, yes. Oh, thank you. Um, he, they, probably he, heals your heart when changes and losses bring about grieving. Hmm. Mm. That's really fucking fascinating. Yeah. Call upon Azriel to help you move forward fearlessly and let go of the past. Let's take a break. We're okay. back. All right. So I sat in the silence and terror of my own thoughts. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, no, I sat in silence with these cards. And what I'm getting is there's some things you might be trying to force. Um, and in almost kind of a pick your battles kind of vein, there's a message to... Allow some compromise. Allow some room for a lot of hu humanity, just humanness. 
you feel <clears throat> like you have to have some structure, make a decision when really you just need to be having more fun. Oh, okay. That's fun We're, stresses me out. Exactly. Um, I was like, I literally was totally with you. I was like, okay, like less structure. Okay, cool. And then you said, but you really just need to have some fun. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Um, And what we're on the precipice of cosmically is going to be a very deep spiritual transformation period of transformation for you, which isn't linear. And so like I told, so it's not like, you know, uh, for example, uh, a beginning, middle, and an end. Oh, it's going okay. to have beginnings, middles, and ends. It's going to be like a ride and enjoy it. Because it's going to, because you're going to have realizations, little realizations of your transformation here and there. It's not going to be like, and ta-da, you know? Okay, I see, I see. Okay. <clears throat> what I'm also getting with this is that in your head, you might fight against it a little bit. Yes. Um, that sounds like me. And so this is why I would like to pull some clarifying cards that will give you some guidance in regards to how to take a more playful approach, how to not be uh, get in your own way. I just want to point out I kind of already said this. Whenever you say like playful or have fun, my skin <laughs> literally crawls right. off my body. Right. Like I get so uncomfortable. And I don't I don't know that I knew that I had that response. Like I know that I tend to be a little bit more like serious and I'm like a rule follower and whatever, but like the idea of being like playful like terrifies me which i didn't know about myself so thanks for that truly if nothing else now you have that awareness so that when you feel that resistance you feel it physically you feel it emotionally mentally when you have that resistance that you just described you can start to have a self-dialogue with yourself that's what a self-dialogue is it's with yourself Oh, wait. So it's like a dialogue, but I'm, I'm talking to other people. Can oh, so, so a self- Can you clarify a self-dialogue? Right. So when you have a self-dialogue, it's uh-huh. with you, yourself. Oh, and I'm dialoguing. And no one else. Like I'm conversing with myself. Talking to yourself, Interesting. so to speak. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> Ooh, oh. Ooh. Anyway. <laughs> sound like you're trying to like do meditation mantras okay um, of miley cyrus on um, <laughs> hannah montana all right are you ready for some clarification yes for some some more depth and some guidance okay okay oh <laughs> okay well let's just end the episode right right now okay Thanks, everyone. This has uh, been hot. Can... I'm Latter-day Twain. I'm a Aquarius rising. Okay. Um, the first of your clarifying cards is an air card. 
Okay. So <clears throat> Eric Card um, corresponds to fucking swords, forts, swords. Yes. Um, the mythical creature on the Eric Card is unicorns. I love a unicorn. Um, their horn represents the sword. Not a dick. Sorry. Um, I was well, talking to myself. Yeah. So um, the image. Uh, oh, I, I didn't say air is intellect. It's inspiration. It's ideas. It's where we find our voice, have our voice, use our voice. It's where we analyze things. And it's also where we worry. What? What air card is it, Pritel? It, it's the queen of air. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so any queen in any suit represents feminine qualities, if, um, if we want to assign binary terms to it. But nurturing and, and maternal and, and, you know, that type of thing. Um, in the court cards of my deck, there are words at the top and at the bottom. So oh. Queen of Air at the top says, independent, experienced, realistic, witty. Those are all things that describe you. Experienced, witty, independent. What was the other one? Realistic. Realistic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're... Realistic. you're kind of realistic to a fault i think yes 100 percent. and that's me just being a total bitch um so the- <laughs> that's why we pay the, the 20 dollars for this reading <laughs> you ain't paying me but you give me a lot of booze so that's true um the image on the card again for those of you just tuning in um <laughs> these will be posted on our hot drinks instagram is a uh, queen, obviously. Um, she looks like she's got pointy elvish ears. She's got on some fabulous earrings. Um, she is looking into a crystal ball that has a unicorn in flight. Not flight, but like mid, mid, mid sprint. Leap. Mid leap. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Inside of it. And she's barely touching this ball because in the palm of her hand is a bunch of like fire and light. And that's kind of what's holding the ball. And then interestingly enough in the foreground is a little tiny man. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Um, and he looks like he could either be her queen or her servant Regardless, he, the, the, the feeling I get is that he's just waiting for her back and call. Okay. Um, and then there is a woman. Wow, this card is like got all the things. There is a tiny woman right next to him who looks like an elf. She's just wearing like a simple dress, has long blonde hair, and has the pointy ears. So that's the image. Take it for whatever it is. The bottom of the card says, objective decision-making, clearing away all that no longer serves you, seeing the humor in a situation. Okay, so I like this because the universe heard your resistance about being more playful. Right. And went, we just want you to use what you already have in your comfort zone, which is seeing the humor in a situation. You are excellent at that. 
because originally you said don't think about it and now you're saying think about (laughs) so you're saying the universe was like okay calm down tiger yeah you can think about it a little bit if you need to right and thanks universe and if you you see the humor in the situation this is the playful approach that they meant oh okay i can be funny i can be funny i okay i like that yeah, dark Thanks, universe. Dark, dark humor. Yeah. Um I like that there's some objective decision making followed up by clearing away all that no longer serves you. I could see you because I see this in your personality going, you know what? I'm not doing that anymore. Or you know what? I don't want that in my life anymore. Whatever that may be. Yeah. Um you know what? Fuck that kind of thing. Um, Can I ask a question? Yes. And if you need to pull another card or whatever, of course you can. I know. (laughs) You're like, don't, I don't come to your job and tell you how to suck dick. So um, anyway, how do I know what doesn't serve me anymore? Because that, because one of the things that's really difficult for me about life is, is, I don't know how to trust myself. Like, I don't know. I don't trust the decisions that I make because I spent a lifetime second guessing every decision I made, you know? So how do I know like what to let go of? Because you know what feels good and what doesn't feel good. Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) I mean, that makes sense. But with that, I will pull a card. Okay. It's another air card. It's the three of air, and there are two uh, unicorns that look like a mom and a dad unicorn, or a mom and a mom, or dad and a dad. And there's a full unicorn, a baby unicorn. Uh-huh. Um, great sadness. Take time to heal the need to forgive yourself or others. God. So, so let's, but wait, let's take this in the context of your question, which is how do I know what to let go of? Mm-hmm. What are the things that cause you sadness? Uh, what, <laughs> what, no, what okay. things in your life distract from opportunities to do some healing, some inner work? Yes. Um, <clears throat> do you need to forgive yourself in order to be able to let go of some things? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just leave that there. Moving on to the second clarifying card, another major arcana, the number 11. So I find it interesting that these arcana are all kind of close to each other. <clears throat> this is the card of strength. Okay. It is the Archangel Ariel. The bottom says... Like the little mermaid. Exactly, but not. The bottom says, great inner strength, release harsh judgments, forgiveness and compassion. So there's forgiveness again. And that that last (sighs) card, that last card was just like an incidental, let's pull a, a... clarifying card to clarify the clarifying card um so it's it's 
telling you, it's affirming to you that you have some great inner strength. I know that. All our friends know that. Um, your harsh judgments, I feel like, are about yourself. Um, you, you need to be kinder to yourself. So, and, and I think we've had this conversation before. Like, if you wrote down all the judgy or harsh things you think about yourself, and then imagine someone saying those things to your daughter. How would you soothe and be kind to your daughter if you knew that happened? That is what you need to do to you. Ugh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes just thinking it without even really putting it into practice is really just the turn, the, the turning over of the leaf that we need. <clears throat> and then the last of the clarifying cards. And then we'll take a break so that I can kind of tune in is the ace of water, the cards on, or the mythical creature on water. Again, it's merfolk ace of water is going to be the first card in the suit of water. Water is emotion. Water is love. Water is relationships, joy. Um, on this card is one merfolk. He's underwater. All the water cards in my deck are underwater. And there's one chalice, one little dolphin. And he is about to put his hand in the chalice, they. And the look on their face is almost like, oh, did you catch me? Like reaching for something that I really want kind of almost like hand in the cookie jar, not like, Oh no, I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm going to take this thing that I want kind of thing. Um, okay. <clears throat> the bottom of the card says <clears throat> falling in love or the resurgence of a relationship. And I 100% think this is about yourself. Okay, good. Um, spiritual growth. There's spiritual growth again, because in the first three cards there was spiritual transformation so spiritual growth and enhanced intuition you definitely have intuition um a new home and i think that that means new energy that's coming along with this massive cosmic global shift okay <clears throat> that will really take place within your home and your family dynamic if you can start recognizing your keen intuition and your inner strength recognize the fact that you harsh have harsh thoughts and judgments about yourself and just understanding that even being aware that you have those bullshit thoughts about yourself is a massive step um so let's go ahead and take another break and then we'll come back and wrap up what the universe's guidance is for you okay. for this time. Okay. Lovely. Okay. Take and we're back. <laughs> I hope they didn't turn the dial. So <laughs> don't turn that <laughs> dial. We'll be right here <laughs> after this ad from Clorox. <laughs> okay. 
So I sat with these final cards, including the clarifying card that I pulled for the clarifying card. And you live in so much sadness. Um, And you treat it like familiar and comfortable. Yes. Um, I think the message with that is that you can acknowledge and work through your sadness and it won't mean you'll be more sad. You can see it objectively, have that sense of humor in the situation and start having that self dialogue with yourself, not anyone else. Um, your great inner strength can really be eclipsed by the harsh thoughts you have about yourself. Um, and that this global transformation that's happening right now as we speak that, you know, is going to be marked by the 21st. Um, is really going to present these harsh thoughts and judgments you have about yourself, the stories you have surrounding your sadness. It's going to present them to you in a new way. That you will see the way through it. So this isn't all about you having to do the work. Right. Um, and that this will be even more facilitated if you can see the humor, really utilize that gift that you have of, of the humor, seeing humor in situations. <clears throat> Um, and that, that last clarifying card, the last thing it says as a new home, I really feel like you are going to be that new home for yourself. Cause right now I don't feel like that you regard yourself as a home. I think you're always looking outside of yourself or looking at yourself with disappointment and that doesn't feel like the home or the mindset that you want to live in day to day. So what do you think? Do you have any questions or comments? I've got to go. So I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I have an appointment. Um, This episode got real heavy, real heavy, real quick. Of course it did. I know. Um, No, I mean, I think, I mean, I agree with everything you're saying and I, and like, and, and many of those descriptions are very spot on. Um, 
I think my biggest fear looking at all of this, and this is kind of always my fear with this stuff, is I just think, like, I, I've known all these things for a long time and nothing has changed, you know? Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like, I don't know, I'm trying to figure out what can be or what will be or what needs to be different this time, you know? Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like, and and I have been, I mean, I've been saying this to therapists and to life coaches for years, like, I logically know all the right answers, you know, like, I know what I should do and what I should say and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, and, but I, but emotionally or, or spiritually, I don't ever connect to those ideas. So let's see what the message is describing Archangel Ariel, because we didn't do that. And I think that's going to have some insight for you. Okay. Ariel is the angel of the spirit of nature. Because Ariel is so close to to earth, she helps with day-to-day material needs of home, food, clothing, and so forth. Call upon Ariel for strength and support if you're worried about finances or desperate times. Oh. No, I don't know if that helped. No, I mean, I think all of those things, like, I definitely am always worried about finances. Yeah. So that feels, You're like, I knew that one too. But there is something in the booklet right above that. It's about the card strength. Um, it gives a, it gives this little paragraph about the card and then a little paragraph about the angel right above that. It says using honey instead of vinegar. And that just seems, no, that just seems really, really like pertinent to all of this. Really? In what way? Um, just that idea of like kindness instead of criticism or yeah um you know how in abraham hicks she'll say stop arguing for your limitations Uh stop going but i have but i'm tired but i have these kids but i am working my butt off but and nothing's coming of it but i uh uh, uh, you know, I have all this debt and then I fall on, uh, and then I get through some of it and then I fall on hard times and then I get back into that. That's arguing for your limitations. Right. So the opposite of that would be recognizing what is working. Okay. For you. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's a honey versus vinegar approach. Yeah, I can see that. <clears throat> um, Maybe uh, an example of vinegar, I don't know, would be saying something like, well, I'm just a sad, fat faggot. <laughs> I, I've never said that. <laughs> Maybe not verbatim. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, but if we're going to get real, since we're already kind of there, you don't speak kindly about yourself. No, that's true. I really you don't. don't. Right. So. So I'm supposed to start doing that. <laughs> you should probably find a way to at least do that less often. 
Okay. That that's a baby step maybe you could take. Okay. Something you can work with. Okay. I can work I can work with that. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm sorry I'm being very quiet. I know I should be like talking more and whatever. No, no, you're good. Not necessarily. I'm just, I'm just thinking and absorbing. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. But now is the time with this big shift happening globally um, to heal and forgive yourself. And I also feel like, too, kind kind of what you and I are missing the boat on here in this reading is that part of the shift is facil- going to facilitate that in ways that you haven't uh, had access to before. Yeah. We, we're always so like, Oh, if something's got to be done, it's all up to me. I'm just on my own. I'm, it's just me against the world. And now we're going to be able to see how untrue that is. How many uh, helpers, there are all around us, um, whether that's people that are here in physical form, like human beings, yeah. or um, a stranger at, at work, or, uh, you know, there are all these events happening behind the scenes that are part of the universe conspiring to give you everything that you want. Yeah. And when we close ourselves off to that and go, oh, if I'm going to do it, it's up to me. Yeah. I've got all this work, all this work that I have to do. We really put up a major wall between us and those helpers. Yeah. So the age of Aquarius is about the opposite of that. The age of Pisces, just like the 80s, it was me, 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 me. Uh-huh. So... I think, and now that I'm sitting with it more, the reading is less about what you need to do, but how this cosmic shift is going to shift things within you that are ready to shift, and it's just going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I do think, like, part of the re- part of the reason that I wanted you to do this reading is I, is I have for sure felt lately, like, like like somehow the energy is different right now, you know, like, and I, and I would imagine other people are feeling that as well. Like there is a different, there's something different in the air, a different vibration in the air. And so things that have seemed really difficult in the past have seemed easier recently. And so even though I think like the logical part of my mind wants to go like oh you've heard this all before like love yourself blah 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 and kind of wants to dismiss it I think there has for sure been kind of an energetic shift where these things have been easier yes and so I guess what it's saying is that I just need to lean into that idea that like the way will be provided and things will you know be easy in the way that they should be and just sort of trust the process which i think you said at the beginning yeah and not 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 oh wow you did say all this at the beginning now i'm just remembering it you said like i don't have to figure it all out and make all the decisions i just have to sort of like trust the process 
Right, right. You said to me, uh, I think it was yesterday in a group text, how much you love and rely on structure. Yeah. And and rules. God, I and, love and, a rule. And <laughs> fucking love a rule. A policy or a procedure. Oh, hold me. So, so instead of me telling you, well, you need to let all that go, which makes your skin crawl. Yeah. Don't let it all go, but just have more fun with the existence of those things. Have more of a sense of humor in regards to the existence of those things. Right. While still implementing them and utilizing structure and rules. Um, And you kind of do that on the podcast. We talk all the time about society and patriarchy and dismantling things, and we make jokes about it. So it's in there. But I think when it gets to a very personal level, it's not as safe to joke about. Then I'm like, fuck this. To see it more lightly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or to joke about it at my own expense. Right. Yeah. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. All right. So I've taken pictures. I'll post them on our Instagram, which is hot drinks with an A. I'm excited to see the pictures. Oh, yeah. You haven't even seen them. Because I don't them. even know what they are. Um, so listen, if thank you so much, Sister Twaint. You're for, welcome. For reading my twaints. Um, <laughs> so there are two ways to get a reading like this from <clears throat> Sister Twaint. Number one is you can pay her money. Yes. And you will get a personalized reading much like this. Number two, you can sign up for our Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash hot drinks. And if you're in the glory of my butthole, is that the tier that gets the, the, the tarot reading? We do this every damn time. Let me. Uh, oh, it <laughs> it's fine. Crashed. Anyway, you can see it on the website. One of the tiers, you get a monthly tarot reading. So that one will be less specific to you because we just send one to the collective body of the glory of the butthole. So, but I all, but I still think that like there's power in that kind of energy and that kind of group reading. So that is yeah. another way. If you <clears throat> want to get one of these monthly, that's, you know, maybe less specific to you, you can sign up for our Patreon and you can even pay for one year in advance. And then, you know, you've got 12 readings coming for Bingo, the rest baby. of the year. So anyway, yes. Um, so do either of those things. Yes. Uh, check out our Patreon. Make a decision. That's it. Okay. Make a decision, you guys. Make a fucking decision. <laughs> All right. Are we gonna re- right. are we gonna record anything else tonight? Or are we done? Um, let's talk about that. Not right on- now on the air. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'll let's text talk about you. that. Let's text about that. Okay, great. All right. Thanks, everyone. Later. Later.